Is it really that important to eat organic? What is conscious parenting? Is homeopathy actually work? Oh God, the flu. How do I beat it naturally? How do I prepare for birth? What are the benefits of meditation? This is Healthy Happy Home, the podcast community that offers discussions and solutions for a fully conscious and integrative approach to living and parenting. We will explore and open up the topics of natural health and well-being, holistic parenting, consciousness and work-life balance to empower you to live your healthiest, happiest life. We're so grateful that you're joining us on this journey. We'd love it if you could take the time to rate, review and subscribe. It will help other people to find us so that we can grow our Elevation Nation. This season of Healthy Happy Home is sponsored by Mega Home Water Distillers, the most reliable and efficient home drinking water distiller. Mega Home are kindly offering listeners of the Healthy Happy Home podcast a 5% discount. Just use the code HHH5 at checkout. Thank you to Mega Home. You're listening to a Healthy Happy Home mini-sode. When we were researching how to make this podcast the best it could possibly be and unique to us and to our message, we realised that there are certain topics when it comes to holistic living that people really want easy and accessible information for. So in the sixth and final instalment of our mini-sodes, we want to share with you our six pillars of well-being. So um, please be advised that the information offered here is not intended to replace professional medical advice. Um, This is also a guide that we've created and it's available as a PDF on our website when you enter your email address and um, it's because we wanted to share it with you and just to let you know we're going to read it out so apologies in advance if it doesn't quite sound as conversational as our usual episodes but we just really wanted to make sure that we got all the points across. So what you are doing now is self-love in its highest form. Because what could scream self-love more than taking ownership of our bodies and taking responsibility for our own health care to ensure long-term physical, mental, emotional and spiritual well-being? We believe that there are six fundamental pillars of good health and that by implementing these well-pillars... Well... <laughs> I'm sorry. And that by implementing... I love that. Well-pillars. Yeah, well-pillars. Well pillars. We did say we were reading this. Sorry. <laughs> We believe that there are six fundamental pillars of good health and that by implementing these well-being pillars into our daily lives, we can live healthier, happier lives for longer. Working towards and subsequently achieving a positive state of physical and emotional well-being takes a bit of effort on our part, yes. That's okay though, because by putting the time and energy into a lifestyle conducive to well-being, we can achieve something amazing. We remove the worry of having to fix health issues that may arise because we weren't looking after ourselves well enough in the first place. The old adage, prevention is better than cure, is so deeply underestimated, but so profound in its message. Imagine if we held within us the power to prevent dis-ease. And here's a secret. We do. And we'd like to share with you our tried and tested ways of maintaining a positive state of physical and emotional well-being. Okay, brilliant. So the first one is nutrition. So the problem, we cannot survive without food and water, which is a fact. Yet some of what we call food today is so far from nourishment that we are pushing our bodies further and further towards disease with each mouthful. So let's think of it like this. With every mouthful we take of something that's not naturally made or grown or organic, 
we are going to be ingesting harmful toxins because all non-organic food contains at least one, if not all, pesticides, some of which can be proven to be carcinogenic, insecticides, steroids, growth hormones, antibiotics, estrogen, and more. So processed foods also contain harmful trans fats and hydrogenated oils. Did I say that right? Hydrogenated. Sorry. You never get it right. I never get that right. <laughs> That's right. Hydrogenated. Hydrogen. <laughs> As I saw it coming, I was like, I'm going to read it wrong. I'm going to read it wrong. Okay. Hydrogenated oils. Okay. So processed foods comes, contains harmful trans fats and hydrogenated oils amongst a myriad of other toxins. And so therefore the processing time takes them to a place where any nutrients that were available to start with in these kind of foods no longer really exist within the food. So children, our children today will never know a time when it wasn't normal to have all this processed food, which also makes it much harder for us to keep them healthy. Whereas in the old days, our grandparents' era, they, they all had home natural food. So it's only recently that we've been sifting through they sifting through this i've just got that completely wrong haven't i oh, sorry sifting this through their bodies that's fine <laughs> are we just gonna get are we just gonna carry we're on? reading yeah, we're this and okay. i just started going off on a total tangent it's and fine. because we're reading it i didn't get it right so sorry about that <laughs> okay maybe i should just read that again children today i'm just gonna read it not even make it up children today will never know a time where this wasn't normal which makes it even harder for us to keep them healthy whereas older generations have only been sifting this through their bodies for a shorter amount of time well done darling thank you <laughs> Just stop freestyling. Okay. <laughs> Society today is riddled with gut health issues. Often, our bodies speak to us through our stomach. So if your stomach doesn't like something, it could be your body's way of telling you to stay away from it. So if you're chronically constipated, you could be eating the wrong things, thereby preventing your body from eliminating efficiently and subsequently leading to toxin overload. Other health problems could be your body's way of telling you that what you're feeding it with isn't helping it to thrive. Can you do the solutions? You want me to do the solutions? Yes. Cool. Okay. This wasn't in the original plan, but let's just go. I know, it. but I think because I kind of messed up so much in the beginning, you I didn't mess you to... up. <laughs> All right. I will offer you a solution. The solution to this problem. We are from nature and therefore we need nature to survive and thrive. Our bodies need food as close to their natural state as possible. So here are some tips. Avoid processed food, including gluten, refined sugar and artificial sweeteners. Eat organic wherever possible. Just listen to our podcast episode, Minisode 1. Is eating organic really that important and how can we find ways to manage it financially? Clean 15 dirty dozen to get tips on how to eat organically on a budget. Drink distilled water. Understand your deficiencies and take relevant, good quality, non-synthetic supplements. Stay away from low-fat and low-sugar products. Even if you've never believed you're a good cook, get in the kitchen and start experimenting. There are some amazing recipes available online and all you really need are the right ingredients and a love for food in your body. You're laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? No, you're doing really well because you're reading it really carefully. I've got to be more careful I think just to say here though because I I am a nutritionist and I'm a holistic wellness coach this is stuff I teach so I'm used to talking about this stuff so especially with some of the nutrition things I think because it is a little bit sciencey as well so it's good yeah yeah anyway preparation is key set aside some time each week to plan and prepare making a meal schedule to have up on your fridge takes the hassle out of having to think about what to eat each day it also makes food shopping more economical as you buy only what you need 
Spend a bit of time reading up on healthy foods and where to get nutrients from. Some ingredients listed in some health food blogs may seem a bit strange, but once you understand them and stock up, it will become second nature. It's all about changing your thought patterns and perceptions and breaking old habits. I've got some recipes on my website. You might enjoy those. Um, so it's laurenvacneen.co.uk if you're interested. Can I particularly remember, recommend your banana oat loaf cake? Oh, you do love that, don't totally you? <laughs> my smoothies are the probably the most popular thing. Are they? Oh, yeah. I might have to, have my to daily My daily superfood smoothie people like, because I made that particularly to get into my son, who obviously doesn't eat very well, doesn't yeah. have ironically hates food um and my only way of getting nutrition into him really is through the smoothie so I make it taste really yummy oh, but it's okay. packed with everything so yeah okay. that's probably okay. my most yeah. popular okay. anyway the last point is that we believe that life needs to be lived so indulge where you need to indulge the odd glass of wine your daily coffee if that gives you joy birthday cake on your birthday or anyone else's birthday but attempt to live by an 80-20 rule. That way you're staying healthy whilst also not putting unrealistic and unenjoyable restrictions upon yourself. So are you doing this one or am yes. I? No, I'm going to do this Go one. Go for it. Right. Exposure to toxicity. The problem. So when our toxic load gets too heavy and our livers are just too tired to do any more detoxifying, the body gives up and the onset of disease is triggered. So... We're surrounded by toxins in the food that we eat, the water that we drink, the pollution in the air, and even EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, from Wi-Fi, 4, slash 5G, and electricity. So we can't control all of this, but there are some steps that we can take to mitigate the effects of what we can control, and this can have a meaningful and lasting impact on our lives. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read the solutions now, because I'm doing so well at reading out this. The solution. Steps you can take to reduce your body's exposure to toxicity. Number one, drink distilled water. Stop eating denatured, man-made, toxin-laden, genetically modified and processed non-foods. Reduce your alcohol intake. Um, it's especially probably key just after Christmas. <laughs> um, turn off your Wi-Fi when it's not needed, especially at night, which will allow the body to repair without EMFs interrupting this essential repairing process. Avoid store-bought conventional scented candles and air fresheners. Oh my God, air fresheners are so horrible, aren't they? I've just had this whole thing with my father-in-law, and if you're listening, I love you dearly, but he plugs, he uses those plugins, those air freshener plugins. Not only have I told him how toxic they are, he then went on Google and didn't find out how toxic they were from Google. Shock horror. So I sent him a whole bunch of links, and he never replied. So I said to him... If that's your choice, that's your choice. But please, but I'm take not coming around. Please take them out before the kids come around. Yeah. You know they are so detrimental to health and to our respiratory systems. Yeah, it's just the craziness, actually. So, um, can't you feel it in your chest when you go into someone's house who's got them? Yeah. Like literally, my chest just tightens just, up. Yeah, try not to go in there. Um, so, because anyway, so these are loaded, loaded with heavy toxins. So there are though you can make your own candles. There are soya wax candles. Um, which and people do use essential oils and pure incense and these won't um, cause you any harm and so yeah check those out make sure especially when it says a natural candle doesn't always mean Mm. it is a natural candle Um, you have to be quite careful about what you buy um using non-toxic cleaning products i mean i think this is a big thing because like when you wipe the surfaces in the kitchen if you're putting bleach down and then someone goes in there makes a piece of toast it's like 
Yeah. It's not just about that. I mean, that is a huge point. But what's happening with this age that we live in about with kind of antibacterial, antimicrobial, we don't want to kill our home's microbiome. We want to keep the microbiome in our skin, in our bodies, you know, in our mouths. We want, we need that microbiome to thrive. Yeah. And your home's microbiome needs to thrive as well. So really, we should just be cleaning our surfaces with warm water and soap. Yeah. And that's fine. Or make your own surface spray with essential oils yeah perfectly fine i think i might do that you know i think i'm gonna try that making my own ones yay you might have to do a little workshop for me (laughs) um so choosing cosmetics and personal hygiene products which do not contain harmful chemicals um because some of them have parabens formaldehyde how do you say that word? I don't even know phthalates. Phthalates. <laughs> I think that it has, that's what it looks like. Phthalates and sulfates. Um, so there is a heap of amazing small businesses now selling and producing toxin-free skincare, cosmetics, and personal hygiene products. So uh, the next point is to reduce your use of non-essential pharmaceuticals where possible. These are often the biggest hindrance for your body when it's trying to detoxify as they work against your body's natural healing solutions, not with them. Nature's provided us with plenty of ways to heal and prevent disease. All we need to do is search them out. Um, The next thing is obviously to reduce plastic use, especially within drinking water. By drinking bottled water, even supposedly the PBA-free ones. BPA even. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Yeah, okay. bpa (laughs) I'm not sure what that stands for, but that's okay. Um, we are basically then drinking microplastics, which seep from the bottles into the water Yuck. and subsequently into our bloodstream, Yuck. thereby disrupting the endocrine system as well as potentially being the cause of some cancers. So, yeah, that's that's <coughs> not, that's not good, obviously. Um, the other solution, so yeah, so you have to drink filtered water. Um, the other solution is to get into nature as much as possible for detoxifying your body is craving vitamin d and fresh air more than ever um this is partly because we have more toxic lifestyles and also a bit more sedentary now which means we're just not getting the amount of um exercise and fresh air that we need to function efficiently so yeah get out get out of the house yeah and that leads us on to our third point which is movement and sunlight so the problem Our modern tech-revolved lives have made us chronically sedentary. Past generations had no choice but to get up with the sun, work outdoors, use their bodies and benefit from their exposure to the elements. Our addiction to technology means that we now move less and get out in nature far less than is needed for a body to thrive. It is said that the individual should participate, that an individual should participate in a minimum of 150 minutes of moderate exercise or 75 minutes of a more vigorous regimen or walk at least 10,000 steps, which equates to around five miles each day. Is that 150 minutes of moderate exercise per week? Per day. Per day? Yes. Okay. So, Why is it 150 minutes? It's exactly. an odd amount, it isn't it? It sounds like a lot. Yeah, but it sounds like a lot because we've become used to doing so much less with our bodies in past it's two times hours we and a would bit, be out doing moving yeah. so it sounds like a lot to us but in the for the way that our bodies have evolved and yeah. the way that we are set up physiologically that's what we need yeah I mean I always think that when I'm like cleaning the house now sometimes I'll put on my gym kit yeah think, right this is actually well I mean I would say that's workout. moderate exercise yeah it's running up and down yeah it's quite good yeah so yeah so the solution by changing our mindsets to realise that this seemingly ambitious amount of exercise is what helps our bodies thrive we will rewire our brains to believe it giving us the push we need to really do it so find ways to get your body moving in any way that makes you happy and exercise does make us happy 
you know that feeling you get once you've actually done it yeah yeah that's the body releasing crucial endorphins or happy hormones which contribute not just to our physical well-being but our mental well-being too if you don't enjoy the gym that's okay find something you do like dancing yoga swimming walking running are some great options if you can take walks or runs in the woods or the park then you're killing two birds with one stone by connecting with nature at the same time as keeping active. Sounds a bit weird saying two killing two birds with one stone when you're talking about connecting with nature. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's an oxymoron. Old yeah. Oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So just get, get out, do clean your house, get 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 moving. Right. So the next one is know your body. The problem genetically, we are all made up the same. No, sorry, I read that completely wrong. Oh my goodness, it's exactly the opposite. (laughs) Hang on, because I was just thinking, you're going to read this one, aren't you? Are you going to start this one? No, okay, I'll start it. Okay, genetically, we are all made up differently. You and your best friend might look similar, be the same age, have the same ethnic background, and even have the same interests and hobbies, but our genetic makeups will be inordinately different. Because we are all genetically predisposed to certain illnesses and susceptibilities depending on our genetic makeup. On top of that, we all all carry certain gene polymorphisms or mutations. And having one of these, for example, as Lauren has, MTHFR, Mm. are the most common. So this could be the difference between the diseases you are genetically predisposed to being triggered or not. So going deeper into that still, we also carry emotional baggage in our DNA passed on by our ancestors through epigenetics. Mm. Well done, nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, the solution. The good news, no, the great news is that we now know through research in epigenetics that our genes are not our destiny. So knowing your genetic makeup could help you understand what your body is doing and will do in the future. And you can take certain precautions based on this crucial information and we're not suggesting drastic surgery. In fact, knowing about your genetic makeup in all its complexities could allow you the time to prevent many of the diseases you are predisposed to that may otherwise have been triggered simply with lifestyle changes. Um, and we talked about this in uh, earlier mini-sode about the toxic load. So more information on this very complex but life-changing subject is on Lauren's um, website, and she's written an article about it, so on laurenvacneen.co.uk. Um, so check that out if you're interested in this. Um, also, working on ancestral karma through meditation will help release those long-lingering ancestral ties. Um, homeopathy also is a very effective way to work on inherited weaknesses. Mm. So number five, meditation and stress management. The problem. The fact that the well-being movement is even a thing highlights to us just how desperately we are searching to reconnect with nature, with each other, and with ourselves. In our insatiable quest for modernization, we lost so much of what made us truly happy. Because if we think about it deeply, what really genuinely makes us happy? Our fast-paced lives also create the kind of stress that never used to exist. Yes, the stress of potentially being eaten by a predatory creature while you were hunting was there. But these innumerable mini-stresses that occur all throughout the day for us, along with stressful jobs with long hours, parenting alone, not enough time to connect, more ill health, and so much more, have contributed to the demise of our happiness and the rise of stress hormones such as cortisol, leading eventually to the onset of illness. The solution? Once again, it's certainly not as doom and gloom as it sounds, 
A simple solution awaits us all and it comes in the form of meditation. It might sound like it's not for you, like it could be hard work, you find it hard to concentrate, you don't have time, etc, etc, but we promise it really doesn't take much. Just the act of being mindful about your body, your breathing, your movements, getting to know your body, that's a form of meditation. There are tons of apps making meditation for beginners easy as pie. Simply download one of them and follow the short, simple guided meditations with no thought on your part. There are also heaps of YouTube videos doing the same. And even playing meditation music raises our vibrational frequency, allowing us a deeper connection to consciousness and making us happier. There is a saying that goes meditate for 20 minutes twice a day unless you're busy, then meditate more. What it's saying is that the more we do, the more we need to calm our minds in order to balance out those stress hormones and aid general well-being. Science has proven time and time again that meditation reduces stress and anxiety and contributes to good health. Try and set aside 10 minutes a day to start with and gradually increase. Yes, we love meditating now. Great, well done. Okay, so the last one is sleep. Mm. So the problem... Um, is, well, it might seem strange to add sleep as one of our top tips for well-being when we only have six spaces allocated, but really sleep is one of the fundamental pillars of good health. Um, You often hear people say, I'll sleep when I'm dead, Um, but chronic lack of sleep could actually contribute to shorter life expectancy for many reasons. Sleep is a hormone-dependent process, and with all the variables in our lives that affect adequate hormone balance... It makes sense that we can struggle with sleep. It's a bit of a chicken and egg situation. Hormone imbalance can contribute to bad sleep and a lack of enough sleep can contribute to hormone imbalance. And hormone imbalance poses a whole host of other issues. So essentially when we sleep we repair and we can't fully repair unless we have true restorative sleep. And it's not only sick people who need to repair, we all need to allow our organs time to rest and repair overnight if we want to keep everything healthy. The other aspect of this is that screens have have affected our circadian rhythms on a huge scale. The artificial blue light emitted from laptops, tablets and cell phones specifically can throw off your body clock by confusing your brain into thinking it's still daytime. In short term, actually, this is what that happened to me last night. I couldn't sleep mm. for ages, and I kept looking at my phone. By the yeah. way, before I knew it was no, like turn it off, turn the Wi-Fi two. off. Yeah, um, and then I put on a meditation thing, and then I went to sleep. Mm. So there we go. Um, so in short term, having all this blue light really can stop us falling asleep. But also the addiction to a phone keeps us more alert. And in the long term, this has affected our circadian rhythms. So this is something we really must remedy if we want to be healthy. So lastly, Wi-Fi in the homes and all around us block cell rejuvenation, make it much harder for our bodies to repair at night. And some people are more sensitive to EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, than others. But we all have bodies that need uninterrupted repair time without the presence of toxic interference. Essentially, we're like animals. But we all operate, sorry, I read that bit wrong. Essentially, we are animals like all others. We operate alongside nature. So if you're a bat or a vampire, it's important, unless you're a bat or a vampire, it's important to power down all devices come evening. Shall I do the solution? Yeah, sure. So the solution, ensure you are not eating too late and that you are getting adequate nutrition. Get enough sunlight during the day. The exposure to the wide spectrum light during the day boosts serotonin levels, which will help improve melatonin levels at night. 
Turn off tech devices by a reasonable hour. Turn Wi-Fi off every night and put phones on aeroplane mode and away from your bed. Have a wind down routine, for example, have a cup of herbal tea, dim the lights, cleanse your face, diffuse some soothing essential oils, have a bath with Epsom salts and oils if you have time, rub magnesium oil on your feet, read in bed, take some deep breaths and perhaps a pre-sleep meditation or gratitude prayer. Increase magnesium, you can do this with supplements, liquid minerals into your water, magnesium oil rubbed on the feet before bed or Epsom salt baths. This is an interesting one. The optimum hours for humans to get full restorative sleep are between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. It's not about the amount of hours you have with that you have with the thought that if you get eight hours between, say, 2 a.m. and 10 a.m., it's the same because it's truly not. It's about the time frame you have them in. Like we mentioned, we respond to nature in the same way as all animals because we are animals. Lastly, make sleep a priority. If you don't have time to do anything else, choose to make sleep part of your well-being regime. There you have it, our six top tips for improved mental, emotional, physical and spiritual well-being. If you'd like to receive this guide as PDF and be able to read it without our mistakes, <laughs> please go to our website, healthyhappyhome.co.uk. Just .uk. Oh, sorry, there's another mistake from me. Please go to our... <laughs> I'm really trying to throw people off now. Please don't follow us or listen or go to our website. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so please go to our website healthyhappyhome.uk and enter your email address and you'll get that PDF written out really beautifully and concisely and clearly. So we hope you enjoyed this Healthy Happy Home minisode. We're so grateful to every single one of you who chose to press play. Please connect with us on Instagram at Healthy Happy Home Podcast where we have a heap of amazing giveaways and discounts. And if you enjoy our show, why not share it with someone that you think could benefit from the content? Rating, reviewing and subscribing to Healthy Happy Home will also help other people to find us so that we can grow our lovely little community. Oh, thank all you the minisodes are finished now. Yay. So thank you to you for doing this with me. Yes, and to um, the universe and, and the, the energies, energies that brought, brought us together. together. <laughs> oh, we're so cute. <laughs> thank you to Mega Home Water Distillers for sponsoring this season of Healthy Happy Home. Head over to megahome-distillers.co.uk to learn more about the most reliable and efficient home drinking water distiller on the market and to benefit from a 5% discount as a listener of Healthy Happy Home by using the code HHH5 at checkout. Thank you to Megahome.